Hi, this is Chad Pfeiffer. And I'm Chris Lackey from the H.P. Lovecraft Literary Podcast. And you are listening to Seven Land Hand. Get it. HPPodcraft.com That's Seven Land Hand! <laughs> Brought to you by Good Games. Buffed Mables is a game about a troop of bodybuilding grandmas from Kent, England. Stuff Fables, however, is no relation. Originally a profiterole-making game about the pastry and the custard, you know, getting the balance correct. Uh, Stuff Fables has evolved to include more minion surges than Despicable Me. Fantastically crafted, there are so many beautiful miniatures in this game, you think Dicklidge had spawned triplets with Claudia Schiffer. Equally miniature, <laughs> this is Sevenland Hand. Stuff Fables is a cooperative RPG storytelling game from Played Hat Games with more coloured cubes than Rubik's and it was designed by mathematical madman Jerry Hawthorne. Released in 2018, it's the first of Played Hat's adventure book game series. It's a game mm. for two to four players with whom you wouldn't mind crawling under the bed with for around 60 to 90 minutes. Hello, <laughs> Ting Pro tip number one, we found it to take about three to four hours, but, you know, stupidity included. <laughs> yeah, that's us, yeah. Uh, no longer do you have to wait until Christmas to ask if anyone at the table would like stuffing. Ha, the old classic. Although it is a family game, so, you know, maybe... Keep it on the DL. Maybe, maybe wait till Christmas. Mm. The uh, game's elevator pitch reads as follows. Stuff Fables is an unusual adventure game in which players take on the roles of brave stuffies seeking to save the child they love from a scheming evil mastermind. Make daring melee attacks, leap across conveyor belts, or even steer a racing wagon down a peril-filled hill. The game delivers a thrilling narrative driven by player choices. Players explore a world of wonder and danger, unlocking curious discoveries. The chapters of Staff Fables explore the many milestones of a child's life, creating a memorable tale ideal for families as well as groups of adults who haven't forgotten their childlike sense of wonder. Aww. One disclaimer before we proceed, Jerry Hawthorne isn't actually mad. However, he once consulted a rodent clairvoyant who told him that he had once been constructed entirely out of household items. <laughs> but what does it all mean to gamers? Just back from Red Rooster and smelling of sage and onion, it's Matt McHale. I'm full of flammable stuffing. Yeah, flammable stuffing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's uh, chicken grease and sage and onion. <laughs> it's Matt McCow. Uh, so what geekiness have you been stuffed with in the last month, gentleman? Gentleman. Well, yeah. I'm going to immediately go back to something we were talking about uh, when Travis was on board, and that was uh, Fortnite and PUBG, which if oh, you yeah. remember are those uh, mano a mano uh, battle royale type Run games. Run away from the storm. Uh, uh, run uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. And everybody else. Have you had a go? I, I did have a go. I had a go at Fortnite. I thought, well, after we talked about it, I H got to goes? try it. I had about about half a dozen. Okay. So I, I, gave, I gave it a good go. <laughs> I found it horrible. Yeah. I had a horrible experience. I got uh, what I consider I got ganked, like just left, right, and center in six turns in, in the six attempts I played. Mm -hmm. And by comparison, when I started playing PUBG, yeah. I did all right. I was, was a learning curve where you could slide into it. Do literally. They, do they rank you in these things? Or? Yeah, yeah, you get rankings, but, you know, I haven't pictured in. There's like thousands of players, and so right. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting below the thousands but of... Travis is coming second or something, but he's got like a team of, of equal, you know, like 13 Oh, he's joined olds. a clan or whatever. No, they're just the guys from school. Yeah, yeah. 13 a clan, olds, yeah. They all just like pile in there, 
And uh, they come in second and stuff. And I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that that's who's occupying these uh, yeah. these servers. Uh, it's the the younger generation because little pricks. They just <laughs> they're ruining they gaming for us, Matt. They're ruining it. They are. They really are. You know what? It's in my day. It was the AR sixteen and and whatever. Um, I. I'm doing really well at PUBG, although mm. I've put it down now. I've had multiple winner-winner chicken dinners, which is uh, basically you survive for 30 minutes without getting killed. Right. Uh, which I, I take as a sense of achievement. Yeah, yeah sometimes. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes I wait for everybody else to just kill each other, and then I just, because I'm part of the group that survives at the end, bang, winner-winner yeah. chicken dinner. But I have also, on a couple occasions, murdered the last person besides myself, yeah. uh, to win it that way. So, suicide behind the rock. Legit. No, you no, literally. And, there uh, they are. Come around a corner. Bang. Mm. Yes. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And outlive. <laughs> so it comes down to health as well. So uh, keeping a close eye on your health meter. If it goes too low, you might as well just give up. But if you've only been shot once or twice, maybe flesh wound here and there, it's easy to repair that health. My, and, uh, my experience yeah. on Fortnite went... I'm running around in the field. I'm thinking, this is all right. I know how to go left. I know how to go right. Here's my gun. And Travis is sitting on the other couch. I'm going, all right, how do I shoot? How do I do stuff? And he's like, tells me those commands, whatever they were. And I, and then I saw someone. I thought, oh, he doesn't know I'm here. So I snuck up behind him. Oh. And Travis goes, oh, it's John Wick. You're dead. And I go, no, I'm not. He's not. He doesn't even know I'm here. <laughs> I got out my gun. Went, Bang! Got him. Bang! You know? And I didn't realize that it was this health. So I have to hit him several times. <laughs> you so think you just assassinated him. He turned Bang. around. Yeah, I thought I was just like assassination killer. <laughs> and I turned around and he turned around and looked at me. And I'm like, Travis, how do I jump? How do I, what's the button for jump? And by the time, you know, that communication came and the answer came back, I was dead. Yeah, and I that, thought, that's nah, it. Don't it could be so that. quick. I'm, I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm up. Not because I thought it was bad. So I don't want to commit to another game like that. I need a narrative. I need a story. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm just doing that. I, I agree. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. But for a little bit of light entertainment, PUBG is still light years above Fortnite. I did not enjoy the Fortnite experience at all. But you didn't uh, get to construction stuff. crazy. You know what? I'm, try- I'm playing this on the bloody iPad. So trying to yeah. shoot and build stuff at the same time, yeah. they're two different modes. So you're stretching your thumbs over an iPad screen ridiculous all over the, the place. Age of the people that are playing exactly. Playing, so, so I don't have I've got the arthritis, you know, <laughs> yeah. the arthritis in the hands. It's really hard. So yeah, no, I'm staying with PUBG. That's that's my uh iOS okay. yeah, battling uh, game. Okay, well look, uh, I've been on on as far as games are concerned. I, I just finished The Witness, which is a free game in ooh, April maybe of course. for um Xbox. This is right up my alley. Because yeah, it's that's just the this. one with um, the the cop hiding in the barn with the Quakers, isn't it? Similar. It's yeah. similar. What this version of it is is more like you're on a, a perfectly 3D rendered island, and there's just puzzles to get from one area to the other. I love puzzles, <laughs> so I'm just in my element, and they're really kind of difficult, and you had to figure out the mechanisms of the puzzles. Yeah. So I was just lovely. I just love floating around. This, I, I hope if there's an after, if there's an afterlife, <laughs> I'd be quite happy if I just came up on this perfect CG rendered island, and um, there's just little things to investigate and puzzles to solve that would eventually unlock other areas. It was generally peaceful. It was, it's like mist, but you can run around on it, and then yeah. there's puzzles to solve. And they're all the similar sort of thing. You've got to like, drive a, 
a little yeah. uh, snake. What's that? Centipede games like that? Centipede. And, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. snake or something like that. I yeah. was looking over your shoulder those few, t- few times I've seen you play it. Oh, and you see it, yeah. I could tell that yeah. you are uh, the, the music yeah, in gets element. you in. It's, it's nice. It's, it's <laughs> engaging. Uh, however, the puzzles you were doing, I was just looking at them going, look, I've got no basis for knowing where you're coming from. Like, because, no, because the puzzles just looked. And stuff. They, they, to me, they just looked how, like, how the hell do you possibly know how to move it that way? Uh, I yeah. gave no clue. It's because you start at the beginning and yeah. you just get the, the idea. Start at the well, yeah. The game teaches you, mm. you know, start at the circle, end at the out, and you just have to go through. And as you do different, if move from different areas of the island, which are very like there's about seven or eight themes. Yeah. When you go to a different area, there'll be a different type of puzzle solving um, environment. Yeah, and you unlock that entire area. Fires a laser up at the top of a mountain. Yeah. When you've done enough lasers, <laughs> uh, you can go up to the top of this mountain, do a super cl- puzzle, and then you go into the mountain where it gets. Re- they really make the what you've learnt ten times harder, and really make them uh, go overboard right. trying to just mess with your mind. Uh, and I got through all of that, but then. Oh, it's spoilers coming up. So it's all just that. psych evaluation, isn't it, basically? It felt like, yeah, yeah it felt Military testing. Well, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I, I'm sure, look, when I, I finished the game, it said two point something percent of people have completed the game. Yeah, and right. I, thought, I think that's because, you know, thousands of people have downloaded it for free. Sure. They've played the first bit and gone, this stinks, and just bailed. <laughs> and I'm one of the only two people in the whole world <laughs> that's, that's just going, ah, oh, let's see it to the end. It's you and, and some other puzzle master in the Ukraine uh, solving it. Yeah. Speaking of, of puzzles, mm. a game that doesn't have any puzzles in it that I've played is Pokemon Go, right? Oh, my goodness. Is this, yeah. this is still going? It's still going, but there's I, I, something I, I, else. Shout out to Jex Calder. I think he's real big on it still. Still going, Shout yeah. out to Jex. If well, that, that shows commitment. But mm. there's something, a, a new uh, player has stepped up. Uh, there's a new Pokemon Go-ish game out there at the moment okay. called The Walking Dead Our Town. Really? Yeah. So it's literally, a zombie-themed... It's a zombie-themed, go to this place, shoot these zombies, collect stuff, collect cards, upgrade, oh, the graphics level like. up. Is it good? Oh, it's actually, it's an AR game again, so you can bring it into real life, but if, everything looks ridiculously cartoony. Yeah. But oh. um, it, it's kind of fun. It, it rekindles that, that the flame I had when I started playing Pokemon Go of walking down the street it makes you go for a walk to kill zombies and rescue people and and uh, yeah i I really it's not as deep pokemon go even pokemon go they made something there and i for something that i'd be totally disinterested in i was oh this is good (laughs) we can find something we're looking for things in the you know in the community and that was really exciting and then they kind of bottled it didn't they and it just the bottom just dropped out of it and they had they had a cash cow there i swear so it just seems like why isn't someone else just coming up and going, yeah. ooh, that was a missed opportunity, let's do it properly? Well, what's missing so that I've noticed so far is that whole local uh, local information, so where it pops up with a little photo of the, uh, the oh, fountain. No, 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 that, that was a nice touch. The city of Gosnell's council building. Ah, who gives a shit? Where's the good Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, but that makes you feel connected to the game. <laughs> no, hey, this really is the city I live in. Nah. Uh, but what they've got is they've got the streets all rendered and all that sort of stuff, and your house is, uh, is right in the the right place and across the road is in the right place yeah. and so you can sort of you can see that oh there's a bunch of zombies but they're just out of reach but they're in the park down the end of the road i'm going to walk to the park at the end of the road just to battle these zombies or, or and then come drive. back yeah yeah <laughs> <Or> drive, yeah <laughs> 
what I found was, or what I've been finding, is that, yeah, uh, the wife's at work or out or whatever. Uh, the kids are okay watching TV inside at the moment. I'm going to leave the house and walk down a little bit just to the end of the drive or down to the end of the street. Good evening, Kate, if you're listening. <laughs> this is what's going on. Yep. All right. So shoot some zombies <laughs> and then duck back home quickly before the house burns down. Uh, so so it's, it's a lot of fun. It's got me hooked. It, it's are no... You, are, you, no are, you t- are you saying it's a tip? This is, this is a red-hot tip? Uh, but six and a half I, out of ten, I don't know. looks like. Yeah, look, look Pokemon Go was definitely, was definitely a, a solid seven. Oh, okay. In my game, this sits a little bit below that. Although the theme is more engaging, more interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's it. Was. So yeah, so give it a go. Uh, it's it's worth wasting all your time chasing zombies. It gives you an excuse to get out of the house and walk again. Again. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> hey, look, uh, we've probably got to give uh, the the biggest news of the moment, and no spoilers. Absolutely, is of course Infinity Wars. Yeah, haven't um, seen it. So I've, shut got a, I've got a bit of a different angle on it. No, I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> but uh, you know, I saw real early on um, Jamie Jamie Lawrence. Mm. Uh, he'd been out, and I think he'd gone to the midnight screening or something. So he posted immediately, yeah. no spoilers. But it's okay. It's long and it drags, <laughs> and it was his usual miserable kind of you know. Well, I don't like it. Or, it seems he's got that edge of of I'm not going to like it because it's kind of cool not to like it thing. I don't know. But I was filled with confidence once he said that because. Yeah. His taste and my taste, just completely different. I thought, ooh, Infinity Wars, it might be for me. Yeah. So when the family said, let's go, I went. Yeah. And. Like you do. Yeah, I think there's, once we get post-spoiler season, I think there's some really interesting things to talk about. Um, How long does that week? Is, is that like I a month? I don't know. Have we decided on that as a culture yet? Or when, when do spoilers? Well. Yeah. I guess I kind of spoiled Lost and that's been out for a decade so no you were in safe territory there <laughs> i suppose once the memes start yeah fair yeah. enough that's a good point yeah um, which uh, the next day pretty much probably yeah. yeah um so we had a good time i would like to say that there were two questionable cg moments in it though you know where you're just like oh that was a bad effect it's like that that does doesn't look right that looks yeah. like they did everything else is polished and then oh there's that happening okay yeah I can't remember one of them clearly on my head, in my head now, but um, yeah. wasn't there something a similar complaint about Black Panther? I heard I there are a couple of moments. Panther, no, yeah. I haven't seen it either. But apparently, yeah. there are a couple of moments where the CG, the three D effects just go. Mm, oh. Yeah, and they back to the yeah. polished stuff. Oh, good. It's like yeah. the the, uh, the intern did those bits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yes, they farm it out. Yeah. Um, so I. I I haven't been to the movies recently. Mm. However, I've been watching a little there. bit. I've been it's still. It's yeah. still there, yeah. Oh, great! Good to know. I might go sometime next year. Uh, but I've been watching a little bit of Netflix, yeah. and so. I've been watching something a little bit outside of my normal wheelhouse. Netflix uh, tips. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Mad Men. Oh yeah, I've seen all of that. That's yeah. good. That's great. We're up to season six at the moment, which I think is yeah. the last final season. So we stuck it out. I, I haven't watched it all. I've watched bits and pieces. Uh, I love Alison Brie in it. She's oh. wonderful. Um, who's the lead? Who's the lead character? Um, I can't remember. John Hame. John John. John yeah, John Hame. John yeah. yeah, yeah. My wife watches it for him. Oh, so right. apparently yes. he's quite. Even though uh, he's a bit of a. Sleazy kind yeah, of yeah, but he's yeah, quite an dude. endowed gentleman uh, apparently. But I, of course, Christina. You don't get to see any of that? No, I, I don't know. but uh, I watch it for Christina because uh, she's quite an <laughs> endowed woman. Oh my uh, god! And I remember her from Firefly. So she really? was, uh, yeah, she was uh, oh. like this love interest criminal character that popped into Firefly for a few episodes. I didn't get into Firefly deep. I got maybe. 
four or five episodes for yeah. maybe episode, and I saw the movie, and I was just like, oh, I didn't need to connect the dots <laughs> on it, and I should revisit it though because I did buy it all, and I just at the time, you know, I was just thinking, ah, they're just trying to do a western mixed yeah. with space, and they're oh, good on them, whatever. That's their thing. <laughs> oh, and I enjoyed. Had that. a bit of a laugh, and that was it. Yeah, but I found the um... but Mad Men is really good. It's got. It, puts the characters in some horrible situations and you just like the way everything rolls yeah. out. It's, it's, yeah. it's good. There doesn't seem to be, as typical with this sort of show, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of redeemability about the characters. No. Uh, they're all quite they're all horrible ad, to each other. All men. What I found really men interesting women. around the outside is the historical context that the show's set in. So it's set in the turbulent 60s, of course, Vietnam's 50s. still... 50s and 60s. Yeah. Uh, the Vietnam conflict still going. Um, the one I... The episode I watched recently, uh, 68 is the year, which means Teddy, uh, Bobby Kennedy okay. was uh, assassinated. No, he was assassinated oh, was, at was, the beginning of the century, 62, uh, No, no, that was... Uh, oh, Bobby, yeah. Bobby, Bobby's brother. JFK. Yeah, yeah. JFK. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the, the historical context. Yes. And yeah, that before was cool, that, yeah. Martin Luther King, when he was killed, yeah. and then the whole everybody sort of... Up upset and and people thinking you know this happened where did that happen that happened down in uh miami was it florida or whatever let me just check yeah uh, anyway no, we're doing a game being not americans not yeah so <laughs> i mean when that happened the whole of the u.s went crazy yeah. and so people uh in new york which is where a lot of it takes Madison place Avenue, uh, were worried and admin there you go is that is that what it is hmm. i had no idea hmm. uh People worried that uh, all the riots and, and stuff that were going to happen. So you get this real historical context for, for the show. And I think I appreciated that and hmm. uh, as, as a, you know, a lover of history. As you kind of watch so, it, you, yeah. do, you kind of wait for those things. You go, oh, I think this is coming up. And I think yeah. this is coming up. What else happened in the 60s? What happens in the 50s? Yeah, that's it's it. Like, I can't yeah. wait till they get to the moon landing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, well. so which never happened. But uh, yeah, so Mad Men, Mad yeah, Men, give it a go if you haven't. We've got jumped, into it before. We've jumped straight into Lost in Space. Uh, oh, I, haven't wait, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's, it's on good. my list. We're yeah. enjoying it so far, but I've made a critical mistake. I included it, just Fiona and I, the wife. Uh, yeah. Normally we just tune in and someone start watching it, right? And then we'll just go, it's great, marathon it, or just bail. Yeah. We invited the kids in. Oh, of course. Cause it's terrible. It's terrible. Because, you know, they're, getting, they're doing sleepovers. They've got, um, <laughs> you know, friends over. They're knackered from doing stuff. They've got to go swimming. Yeah. So they come home and it's like lost in space. No, nah, they're not here or one of them's <laughs> not and one of them is. And it's just, oh, I'm hanging out to see the next episode. I've forgotten who, who everyone is. But um, the uh, Dr. Smith is a very nasty character in this. They've done that one very well. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, yeah the trailers I've seen look great. And the, the odd thing I found, now, it's, what's the rating on that? Do you, is, it, is it M? I think it is M, yeah. Because it's on the kids, it, it popped up on the kids channel mm. uh, of Netflix, right? I don't see why it should be, mind you. Uh, maybe just a bit terrifying. Yeah, okay, some That's of the themes scary. or something like that. But yeah, we were going to watch it. We thought, oh, the kids are lost in space. I remember that was a great show when I was a kid. It was a family-friendly thing. Let's watch that. Maybe and it's a bit sweary. The M rating pops up and it goes, oh, my three and uh, my three and five, a uh, six-year-old child. Uh, okay, we won't be watching that <laughs> as a family. You know, we'll see. I, yeah. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a I, little bit too scary for him. That's that's I the think main at three thing. Three that would be. Uh, so yeah. So we'll shelve that. I'll watch it, of course. But 
Yeah, I would. Yeah. It's got that feeling you like you're you're riding the razor's edge. You know, where you're thinking this could turn into utter garbage at any time. But for uh, for the first yeah. couple of episodes, I think we've seen three. Yeah, we're right. intrigued. We wanted to watch more, and that's what you want, isn't it? Oh, that's great. Yeah, still watch Annihilation. That's the best. I've got one more tip. Okay, yeah, go. All right, it's just one more. Mm. Uh, and this is in the realms of podcasting, listening to stuff. Okay. We're alive. <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure we've mastered podcasting yet, but, you know, <laughs> episode 119. Well, we're gone. I'll tell you who has. Podcasting Pro Tips. We're alive has mastered podcasting because they have a terrific... Uh, Are they sponsoring a show? Well, no, but oh, they, it could sorry. change. That could happen. Yeah, right. They've uh, created, it's a few years old now, but it's really, I'm going through their back catalogue, about 40, 50 episodes or whatever, something like that. Uh, and it's a, a, a serial narrative mm. drama, if you like, set in a zombie apocalypse, but it's not your typical zombie apocalypse. It's a really engaging, like, oh, I'm so glad that, that that's... It's an infection sort of thing. Oh, so it's like uh, mutating strains of, it's like of whatever. Radio theater yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like it is exactly radio theater. What's the other one that with the famous one, Night Vale or? Mid- yeah, Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, vale. but so it's like Night Vale, but it makes sense for sure. Oh, good for sure. Yep, 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 yep definitely. <laughs> oh, you're right. uh, lots of great characters in it. Um, the, the the foley work that they do is really top yeah. notch. Um, you can actually hear their progression through the series. I'm up to like season four at the moment and you can hear the changes that they've made that make it sound so much more professional yeah, and yeah. at the end the list of credits gets a lot longer so they obviously the credits well, you know who thanking whoever's oh. well you can't really watch the credits so yeah, they go through the show notes. uh yeah it was played by uh characters and then so who did the, who was the key and grip the and who episode. was the editor and <laughs> well i just keep going because literally i've been listening to six seven episodes a day do you think we of should do one thing? of those for this this podcast oh, like right at the end after the, yeah after the outro thing maybe we should just say you know like uh uh microphone one david uh <laughs> microphone two matt um we could do or we could just do our own drama that's about it, isn't it we could do our own radio play but uh yeah mm. so that's that's another tip yeah get on that we're alive uh is really good all right stuff you can stick on your tabletop tips uh hellboy is out on kickstarter uh, from magic yes now they definitely don't need a hand but you want to get the good stuff i think this is going to be pretty good i initially said no i'm not doing it i can't do another thing and i looked at it so i bought it <laughs> it went like you know how it goes so yeah. as of this morning so this is Saturday? Saturday morning. Saturday yeah. morning. Um, they had 9,124 backers and they were up to $1,491,934. It's insane. Australian. Yeah, and I think they were wanting 140000 How long has that been out ago. now, though? Uh, the early bird was last was something like 3 a.m. Wednesday last week or something for Australians. So I think, I think uh, Dan Byrne from Good Games Cannington, shout out to Dan. Yeah. I think he was thinking about getting up for it. But they did it all right because they left the... F- this was pretty clever, actually. They did the early bird, grab it in the first 24 hours. Yeah. And and you can have the early bird special. Instead of, you know, have the first 100. Because you never get the first 100, you know? Not, no. with the, not with the NBN we had. If we had decent NBN, we'd be talking to Jamie about it right now. Yeah, that's right. But thanks, Australia. No NBN. No internet. Well, by comparison, I think... Z- uh, Zombicide Invader has been running sort of at the yes. same time. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're competing properties. I successfully avoided that one because I'm thinking how many how many times do you, how many different Zombicides do you need? If you haven't done Zombicide, good. 
And I like the balance of this one being, um, you know, those heavy soldier dudes in armour and yeah. then there's your soft civilian types, but they've got more special skills and are more nimble. It seems like there's a good little interesting role player element to it yeah. there. Yep, definitely. Yeah. I'm staying away from it. Because, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't need another Zombicide sort of game. <laughs> I'm looking around the room. But, uh, yes, yeah, there's a wall of Zombicide over there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's doing pretty well. It's got five days to go at this point, and, and it's, yeah, nearly three million Australian it's done. So it's done pretty mm. well. But compared to its other projects, probably not quite as, as well. I think, I'm thinking Mantic with Hellboy, though, is going to be a bit more... It's probably the same as in it's got scenario-based stuff, but it's. I th- I'm hoping that they've done Walking Dead, and this will be an evolution from that. And yeah. it'll have it has a variety of different characters, obviously, yeah. because you've got Abe Sapien and the BPRD and Hellboy himself yeah. and um, uh, his girlfriend. I've forgotten, his, forgotten her name now. Uh, but, you know, Fire, yeah. fire Chandra. Uh, we'll call it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's, my last thing for the day, I've been trying to get a micro micro badge going on Seven Land Hand. And you know what? I, on, on, no, sorry, Seven Land Hand micro badge on Board Game Geek. Yeah, of course. I don't really care. You know, I don't care too much. It'll be fun if we can have one and then everyone can, you know, spend the 100 gold points or anything like that. We're, we're yeah. essentially generating coin for a board game. We're nothing out of this, right? That's it. But Nobody makes anything out of it. The site is just bonkers. You know, like if you look up a, bo- <laughs> if you look up a board game, yeah. they've polished up the front page so it looks like a website from 2005. <laughs> if you then log in, it takes you to this mad page of forums from the 1990s. You expect to hear a dial tone and like all that. It goes back a fair stuff. way. It's just diabolical. And they've got all of these hoops you've got to jump through to. I, and then they say, <clears throat> if you've done a micro badge, sub, uh, post it on this forum. So you mm. go to that forum, nowhere on that page does it say post or, or whatever. You've yeah. got to click on reply. Now, that's easy enough if you're in the know, but there's so many things you've got to be yeah. in the know for. It's just, come on, board game geek. Or can someone just do it properly? Because the only thing they're doing yeah. right is they've got a truckload of games that we all know. Yeah. They've got, a they got an absolute mountain of moderators and admins and things like that, people who do this stuff for them. Who don't help you when you screw it up either. They just go, nah, this has been rejected. Do it properly. And you go, what's properly? Oh, you can't respond to this email because it just goes into the yeah. void. Yeah, that's right. I had a look at, um, I had a look at that, the... the and now what makes no sense to me is that why are it? people voting on for whether it, it becomes a thing or not, whether it's okay or whether it's not? Yeah, so surely literally, it's up to you. Yes, no. Yeah. Well, that's what we want. Can't we just have it? Why, you know, why do people have to weigh in on whether it's usable or not? I, I know, because surely some one of the moderators can just look at it and go, is it a penis? No, it's not. <laughs> All right, that can go in. That's fine. Ours at the moment is just a number seven. That's it. A penis-shaped number seven, <laughs> let's say that much. But, you know. A John Hame. Yeah. A, blue, a blue penis-shaped seven. <laughs> so, oh, no. so immediately, yes. Hit yes. Yeah. So and yes. Anyone can do it. Yeah. If you've got a board game geek account, um, just log in, go to page thirty-three of whatever <laughs> yeah. that forum We've is. We've got a poll going on there. Uh, yeah. We'll, I think we'll link forum. it somewhere. Yeah. Oh no, nah, he can be bothered. Yeah. I don't care. But if you can, if we get it going, we'll say we'll tell everyone. Oh, the badge is up and all that sort of stuff. I might, I might write to Rachel and see if she can do us a different one as well because everyone's going. Oh, look! If you if you logo seven land hand, why don't you do seven L? And I said no because the seven L H. 
H is what we will shorten it to. But when you do that on a 16 by 16 Yeah, it looks bit, terrible. You can't see it, you know? So, I don't know, you can't get the dragons in there and all that sort of stuff. No. It's just like white dots. Man. But look, it's, there are some pretty nice, really nice stuff some on there. some beautiful ones. However, they've been done by people much... Uh, more talented than ourselves. 16 by honest. 16 dots is bonkers. <laughs> right. yeah. Some people achieve it. Blows my mind. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, we've gone long on Weekend Geek, um, but we have a fantastic game for you today. Yeah. Stuff Fables, I think, is going to be a classic everywhere. And you're going to, it's definitely one for getting the family in on. So, um, or what did, what, did, what did they say before? Or uh, um, groups of adults who haven't forgotten their childlike sense of wonder. Yeah. That's a bit of a rip-off, though, isn't it? Because if you're playing games, if you're a gamer, you you put up your hand for... Have you lost your childlike sense of wonder? No, I'm a gamer. That's oh, it. You're in. In that uh, case, you're in. Unless, of course, your favourite game is something crap like Monopoly or something like that. Then yeah. You, then, you, then you've... Obviously, you hate the world. Yeah, if you haven't board game nights <laughs> with Monopoly and uh, Outburst and Trivial yeah. Pursuit then yeah. or Taboo, yeah. you should just... Quit. Just, just stop. Yeah. Funeral pyre, <laughs> jump on it, tie yourself to a stake, and you know, throw in a match. Let's get stuffed. All right, let's get the stuffing on. Win! Stuffed Fables by commenting on the Facebook page for this show, episode 119, uh, at facebook.com slash sevenlandhand. Win. We'll announce last month's winner of Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective later in the Neats and Twos. This month, to discover the winner, Good Games HQ sewed random scraps of torn material together until they formed a giant patchwork teddy bear. That's huge. Aww. On the belly of that teddy bear was a name. Mm. That name will be revealed as the winner later in the show. Huge teddy bear. Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer on the game we review. This month, it will be Stuffed Fables. While stocks last, Seven Land Hand listeners can get 10% off Stuffed Fables. 10% off in Stuffed Fables in May at every Good Games store north of the fall. North of the fall? That's, yeah, it's in the game. South of the fall? North of the, East, above the west, fall. Above the fall. Yeah. yeah. On top of the fall. Just approach your local good game stores without waking any sleeping children and state this must password. I'm feeling lumpy. For all of May. I'm feeling lumpy. Just make sure you get his permission first. That's important, yeah. kids. That's while stocks last. How lumpy feels about it, we do not know. <laughs> okay. Now on with the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, it's Stuff Fables this month, Matt. Yeah. We've had a pretty good time playing Stuff Fables. Yeah, we, we did. We certainly did. It's it's a it's a like you've seen on the unboxing, beautiful presentation of the whole of yeah. all the components and everything. But more on that later, I suppose. Mm. Um, to kick us off, as usual, uh, what's the general narrative and objective of Stuffed Fables? Well, once upon a time, there was a bear. Yeah, and that bear had an owner, and the owner was a little girl. Right. Who. As she goes through the various stages in her early life, this mm. little bear got to see all of those things, everything, all those little important milestones. Uh, as she grew up, he got older and witnessed her first tooth, her first steps, her first attempt to ride a tricycle, all those sorts of things. Her first attempt at sleeping in a big girl bed. Without going to the toilet. All those sorts of things. Yeah. And that that's literally it. The narrative of the game changes uh, as the story progresses. This isn't for a straight game. up for each game. Yeah, mm. that's it. I suppose the general setting of it is it's the girl's bed and her toys, Toy Story style. Yeah. She goes to sleep, toys come alive, and then, they've, then the story sets you up for a mission. 
That is perfect because I actually I didn't think of Toy Story connection. This is exactly oh, like yeah. Toy Story. Some of the yeah. miniatures, the, the crawlies look very Toy Story. Like, yeah, you know, they the do. Doll's head on a mechanical. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of the story, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's very Toy Story-ish. Um, but, it and, does, but it doesn't borrow from it. It's, you, know, if you don't feel like you're no. playing a Toy Story ripoff or anything no, like that. not at all. But um, yeah, and then beneath the bed uh, is uh, sort of like a portal to this place called The Fall. Yeah. Where um, all lost toys and weird bits and bobs of toys that are built and uh, uh, all come together. Yeah. And you've got, um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. What's the big bad guy called? Oh. Got there? He's, he's in there and uh, he's sort of like commands all of the, um, all of the different uh, bad bits and bobs of games, uh, toys and all that sort of stuff. You've got a, you know, a, a beautiful big miniature of him. We didn't, we didn't get to him yet. That's yeah. probably why I don't remember his name. Because um, we haven't got there yet, but because yeah. it's it's not a run of the mill, you know, play through it in a short, quick succession. But, but, he, but he's master of the fall, the master, like the of, master fall. of the the underworld. Yeah, all those lost toys, all those things that you think you misplaced as a child and said, "Oh, mum, dad, I can't possibly find this thing that I've lost." They're in the fall. Uh, they're in the fall. That's where they go. So it's the same place that all the odd, the odd sock goes. So. It's not the washing machine at all, unless, of course, your washing machine is a gateway to the fall. But <laughs> it's, um, you know, it it's, represents the mystical realm. It's the stuff of nightmares, that sort of thing, really. Lord Crepitus. Lord Crepitus, mm. which, which Crepitus, didn't we have a joke that that was actually the name for something else? Crepitus oh, no, is from uni days, because uh, you know I did occupational yeah. therapy. Crepitus is the sound that your your joints make when they're like your knees. You know when you get up and they're like, that, that's Crepitus. There we go. That's Crepitus. Yeah, he's the lord of that. Excellent. Yeah, but with toys. So, so there we go. We we don't need medicine anymore. Modern medicine. We now know that what that's caused. Knee by. replacements are pretty much just they cut your <laughs> knee open, they scoop out all the goop, and then they put um, teddy bear stuffing inside it, and it's all soft for good. Perfect. Last you thirty, forty years. It's there fine. you go. It's that's good. awesome. Now, but if we wanted to find something a little bit deeper with the game, we need to go to the objective. Yeah, the objective. Yeah. So as a cooperative adventure game for two to four players, um, you're taking on the roles of one of these uh, girls' stuffed toys, beloved toys, Uh, and your job is to protect the little girl by getting working your way through the adventure and uh, using teamwork, courage, compassion, and a little luck, uh, you can explore your way through the interactions with denizens of the fall so literally it's it make it towards the end game uh scenario and it is a kind of choose your own adventure-ish in the sense that when you uh progress through the story it says go to this section read this section find yeah. this card do this and then there's an end goal so yeah in, in, in that way it's a bit like a choose your own adventure book yeah. but it's way more uh interactive uh, absolutely and, uh you know you get maps on each page of the storybook mm. um at the beginning of the game you get uh i forgot who it is you get lumpy stitch do you get lumpy straight away you get stitch i, I mean, don't know if you get, no you don't get lumpy you get stitch theodora and yeah, there's two. You don't get Lionel, and you don't get somebody else. Yeah. Maybe Piggle. We never played with Piggle because yeah. he's a stupid pink pig. So Stitch is like a, is like one of those uh, stitched together dolls. Yeah, he's uh, the more experienced guy. Yeah, so, the grumpy veteran. And then Theodora is the brash, headstrong teddy bear with a with a sword, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing, and a heart of gold probably. 
Yeah, probably. Although uh, it's probably Lumpy's soft uh, an elephant with a huge. Uh, in the picture, he's got a huge mallet, which is one of the pieces of. He's the most adorable make. of the characters. He and, really is. And Flops is a is a rabbit. Yeah. Uh, and Piggles the stupid yeah, and pig. And Lionel, you know, he'll be like a, the the. Well, he's he's a lion, and uh, he's good at fighting. He's got ferocity. <laughs> he's, got, he's got courage. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the roar. Piggles on him. lucky. Okay. Yeah, um, each one has a has an associated miniature. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose. Oh, right. So contents of the mm. box. You saw us open it. Um, now the you've got a you've got a game card in front of you, like a character card, which has got the a picture of the character. Beautiful artwork. Beautiful yeah, very artwork. nice. Very nice. Even on the back work back, it's like a patchwork quilt with the yeah. picture of your character. On the other side, it's got the character's name and his is uh, like static ability. It's like an ability that you can have all the time. Yeah. And beneath that. There are three heart um, abilities, which can only be activated if you earn a heart within the game. Mm. You can spend a heart to activate one of those abilities at any time. Then you have also an area on this player card uh, for where the stuffing goes. Which is your health. Which is your health. And it's great because if you get if you get collapsed like if you fight something and it beats you, it literally knocks the stuffing out of you. Which I love. (laughs) love That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody starts on five stuffing and you can lose stuffing from, you know, falling off of something or fighting something or doing something wrong. But you can also, there's a really cool way of getting, of how the dice works, which I think we'll spend a little bit of time yeah. on later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also in the corner, uh, the final thing on that card is a place where you can reserve a dice uh, because, a die. Because yes, it's a dice game, which mm. I like. Very rarely does this happen. <laughs> but I really like. I really yeah. like how the dice mechanism is is used. Uh, what do you got in the, the chip bag? Over All right, there, Matt? in the chip bag we've got. Uh, well, it's full of stuffing. Okay, there's lots of puffy white clouds. On the reverse is a puffy black cloud. Yeah. Uh, so one, the light side represents your stuffing, your life. Yeah. The dark side represents all the... The, the bosses. The bosses, the bosses their life. Stuffing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got also a bag of buttons. Now, the buttons are like a currency for items in the game, which we didn't really get the opportunity to use in the yeah, it's, playthroughs it we did. Um, I, like I, I did, I played this game a little bit more, mm. and um, there are certain places where there's a market, or you know, like within the fall, uh, and you can go around and you can buy uh, equipment, or you can get chance encounters with people to yeah. get equipment, and sometimes it's you make decisions on those encounters, and uh, they might say, "Oh, look, thanks for helping me. Uh, I'll let you, I'll let you have this gear or a choice of gear, but yeah. you know, it's going to cost you a button." So you're going to earn, earn those during the game. Hmm. The other chits in there, there's the heart-shaped chits, which, yep. again, as you said, uh, unlock abilities. And then there are the interaction chits, which look like a little speech bubble. Yeah, they're the lost. Uh, they're called the, 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 the lost. lost. It's um, icons. The, the lost, yeah, yeah. The lost. So literally, this is an interaction within the game uh, that opens a uh, an opportunity to yes. interact with uh, yeah, toys uh, that characters like that. who are yeah. lost in the fall and have been. All right, so it's not your, not like your. Yeah, so we did. We did it's, one. It's interactions. Uh, that's basically what it here is. We got a, a swap for a chop. Right, uh, that's that's the name of this card. You meet a frustrated martial arts action figure with its arms and legs on backwards. I'm a laughing stock. He complained. Choice: Do you take the time to swap his arms and legs, or giggle and tell him to turn his head around? So then you've give, you've got two choices, and on the card it gives you what happens if you choose either one. Yeah, that's it. Um, if 
you know, uh, this, this this is the card that's uncovered if you come across yeah. one of those icons. And there's two answers. So if either either, it doesn't it doesn't stop it can go you wrong right there. Way. Don't yeah. necessarily think that you're going to do exactly the right. Thing. right. It'll work out for you either. Yeah. So it's, it represents, if you like, it's kind of a moral choice, you know, that sort of thing. But equally, you could laugh at him. Someone comes out and goes, yeah, we hate this guy. He has some stuff. It's totally <laughs> Bruce Lee, by the way. But yeah. um, so that, that's that's all the tokens. Oh, there are a couple of individual tokens. There's the first player token, which looks like a number one. And then there are a couple like of... A number one? It does, first player. Oh, my player. God. Yeah. So someone just... Creative. Took a wee-wee on it. Basically, mm. yeah, it's all wet. No, it's the first place. It's just, uh, just is a number one. Then there's a couple of um, environment environment cards. tokens, which are, one's a little red cart, which was alluded to in the intro, and then a train, train cart. Yeah, it's like a big chit. It's just a train that full moves of, across the uh, the board. Full of toy bits, mm. lost toy bits. And then you've also got doors, uh, yep. which you can open. Usually there, there's an eye in front of them on the actual playing board. I should say that the, the, the playing, the storybook is fantastic. It's this ring bound storybook. Oh, it story really book. is. And on the left-hand page, you get a map that you're currently in. It's like it's grid marked, so you can move your miniatures yep. around on it. And um, on that, there's a... There's a beautiful picture, but then there's a series of icons that don't just stick out and spoil the art. You can no. still see what's going on. No, they, they, they govern the placement sort of stuff, yeah, so you, you know where in. to put your enemies, where you come in. Now, if you've played Mice and Mystics, who, mm. which is another Jerry Hawthorne game, uh, you'd be very familiar with that, the icons that show you where to set up and how to set up the game, that sort of thing. And the, the, the solid-coloured lines, which govern the way you can move around the map or... Uh, the restrictions, like uh, if you want to jump up on the bed for per se, you've got to have a certain dice to be able to do it. Otherwise, it costs you extra penalties. Um, if you want to... Or you just can't do it. Or you, or you just outright yeah. can't do it, yeah. So it sort of sets up the 3D terrain effects for the game without yeah. it actually being 3D. Uh, and, and they're all really thematic. So the first one, I mean, I don't think it's not a, certainly not a spoiler, but the first one is the little girl's bedroom. Yeah, first right. first page is just yep. little girl's bedroom. So that's it. Uh, climbing the the um, bad guys, the the creepies, they'll um, yeah. they'll uh, appear on the bed, and you appear at the doorway. So yeah, the crawlies, yes, the craw- they sort of come out, and they, they're the ones that remind you of the uh, Toy Story, Toy characters. Story characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so you, you to get up there, you either need a ranged weapon, which there are. You know, you can fire fire a ranged weapon, uh, and it will give you a certain certain range and the damage yep. it'll do so you can sit at the bottom of the bed and fire up there or to get up there the, there's a color around the bed in this case it's it's green so you need green dice to roll to try and move up there yeah um that's it yeah the um now, while we're talking about the crawlies appearing under the bed there are several crawlies in the car they've each miniature itself is unique. So they might all be crawlies, so they're yeah, the same. Cool. But the bases on them are a certain shape. Uh, if, it's a, uh, if it's an octagon, then it's a, it's a normal crawly. If it's a square, it's a normal crawly. If it's a circle, it's a leader crawly. Is there and always a circle as the leader? I didn't notice I, that. Yeah, that's the case. Yeah, the okay. leader is always the circle. Uh, now, each of the cards have, if you like, this is an AI for how it reacts based on how you roll for them. And we'll, how you get second, it in yeah. a second. But, yeah, so in That's the case... That's a really cool way of tracking it, though, with the base yeah. and the card, because then you know which one's been activated, which ones you've killed, which ones to remove. So you it. don't mix up 
uh, you know, by doing damage to one. Usually yeah. if you do damage to it, you kill it. But, you know, as they get tougher, uh, you might do damage to it and it survives. And yeah. you might get it mixed up with something else. Well, the Crawley normals, for example, have two, if you like, effects that they could do, two actions that they can take depending on a dice roll. Mm. Uh, now, the way the, the dice you're rolling is a threat dice, yeah, which is dice. in the pool. Now, all the dice, the green ones we talked about, the red ones, the yellow, the blue, uh, the black, the white, they're all in this drawstring bag, oh. which sounds a little bit like, how does a bag full of dice sound? Uh, I don't know if I got... Oh, yeah, yeah right in front of you. Sounds like a, you, get, you get the bag. There you go. You get the dice. So you know the dice are real. Yeah. And it's a typical blind draw. At the start of your turn, you're going to draw five, five dice out of the bag. And whatever you get, and I'm just going to... Actually, you reach in and right. make yourself a draw, and uh, I'll assess it for okay, you. Okay, all right, there we go. There's, there's okay. five dice. Five right. dice. Well, immediately Yikes. I can look at those five dice, and I can see there's two black dice. Which is the first One thing white you do. dice and two green dice. So the first thing you do is you look at... Um, you find the stuffing. You find the stuffing, which is the white card. Thank you very much which for the, the card, which is, an, which is a, basically it's a uh, how-to card or a little... Uh, Player reference. Um, reference. So the attribute dice. They are red, green, yellow, blue, purple are the attribute dice. And then there are two other dice, white and black. The white is the stuffing. So step one, you drew five dice. Step two, you find the stuffing. So any white dice you have, you get an opportunity to roll that dice and see if you can get extra stuffing. So everyone starts with five stuffing. So I've got one die here. Yep. Uh, so I could roll that I'd, on a five or a six. It's always equal to or above. Yep. I would get another or single stuffing. That's right. So even if you're down to one stuffing and you roll a six, you're still only going to get one stuffing. Yeah. So, so it just gets your stuffing back. You've had the stuffing knocked out of you, David. <laughs> yeah. You've got, you're on two stuffing. Give yeah. that dice a roll and see if it's I, a I one. one. <laughs> no stuffing. You're going to stay <laughs> no on stuffing. two, unfortunately. Yeah. The next step is uh, the place threat action, which you get the, any black dice you've managed to pull and you put them on the threat tracker, yeah. which is a, a little clever little board which you stick on the side of the book yeah. uh, where you put your, um, your uh, enemy cards or your uh, minion, minion, minion cards. cards. Sorry, yeah. And they sit down on the side there. So you then put that dice on and top. You, you don't and roll the black dice at this no, time. No, you don't. No, it's threat just builds up. Yeah. It's so, just the number of dice that are available that uh, indicates how much yeah. threat there is. The next step is your actions dice. So that uses the, the green, the, the red, yellow, blue, and purple dice. You can then do actions. And you can do them in any order you like. There's mm. no restriction. You can do as many of them as you have dice left Just in to your use pool. Up the pool of, yeah. of dice so you've got a, a dice pool of two green dice right there, which immediately allows you to. It's your agility dice. So red is strength, green is agility, yellow is perception, blue is resistance, and purple is a wild, which means it could be any of the uh, other four. Yeah. So it can't, the, the the wild card can't be a threat or stuffing dice. Though. No, that's right. So if you want to, let's say you're down at the base of the bed, you want to get up onto that bed, you've got two green dice. Immediately, you've got what you need to be able to climb up onto the bed. So you roll those dice, and that gives you your movement allowance, basically. So if you roll, you've got a total of seven there. It means you can move seven squares anywhere around the map uh, and pass through the green line. So you're good to go. Or, equally, I could have um, stayed put and used those dice. I think the, uh, the ranged attack weapons need a green yep. as well. So if I had a floppy or if I had, you know, like not a floppy comes with a, uh, 
a ranged attack weapon. But if no, but if you happen to acquire one, yeah, at the beginning of the game, you do get to go choose a um uh uh an. An item. An item, yeah, which you find. Yeah, so if yeah. you've got that, you can sit at the bottom of the bed and fire up at whatever, but yeah. um, they wouldn't have spawned at this stage. Probably first, a good time to mention the action. So yeah. move is an action, so that's moving around the board. Reserve, so you take... Can use any dice for move, any, any dice. Yeah, in any order. Reserve is taking one of the dice you've pulled out of the bag and putting it on your card in that little space that is the reserve dice yeah. space to use at a later time. Some of the characters have specific strengths, like Lumpy uses blue. Yeah. And I think Stitches use yellow, so they have special abilities that relate to the colour of dice. So it's quite often a good idea to store dice that are, are good for your character. That's right. Uh, the next action that you can take, remember these aren't in any order, is encourage. So you can encourage your fellow players yeah. to uh, to get stuffing. You yeah, can you actually can give discard, them stuffing. You can discard one of your dice. Yep. And give them a stuffing. You could discard another one, give them more stuffing. But remember, you're looking after your stuffing as well, so you're trying to balance it out. So the more dice you're giving away, the less actions you can take. The next one is. And you're losing your stuffing. It comes off your pile. That's right. Uh, So you've got to be wary of that, especially if you're uh, in for a lot of conflict. Uh, The skill to. But mind you, if you like having the stuffing knocked out of you, then I guess. Yeah. Just give it away. Uh, the next one is the skill test. So that's attempting to Usually uh, the, complete. It's something that the game throws up for you, isn't it? It it's is, yeah. Within the story. So that, that fluctuates. Yep, that can change. Yeah. Uh, there's the group task. Which, that's very cool, that. Yeah. Well, that, that's the one that you are trying to achieve an ultimate goal together. Mm-hmm. So you're, com- you're creating a common pool. So within the story, it'll say, this has happened. Like maybe you've got to turn a giant crank. Yeah. You go, right, you're going to need a, a group skill test because you're going to pile onto this crank and try to turn it. Yeah. But you're going to need a, a skill test of 14. And they need to be strength. It's a strength skill test. Yeah. So you can only so use like say, red dice. They'll say red. Yeah. So they'll say a red skill test, 14. So if you've got three red dice for some reason, you yeah. can roll them all individually and put them on the group task. You yeah. might roll three, three ones. You've got three. Uh, then you great. Need, everybody needs to keep rolling dice and adding them on there. Now you can use purple for that as well. Yeah, it's a wild. There's only five of each color. Yep. So you, you wouldn't roll three ones anyway, but if, if you say if you did, you've only got two more red dice coming, plus you've got the five purple dice. Yeah. So it's balanced that you can usually get to that total. Yeah. Um, so there and, you'll complete. And once you've reached that total, it pops yeah, and you, you, do it, you, you achieve it. Yeah. The next one is attack. Now, this is one of the most important dice you'll ever roll in the game because it's how you get rid of those cranky little minions. Yeah. Uh, it's the only way. Now, minions are not so hard. Literally, they have a target number. You beat the target number in accumulated uh, attack dice. You defeat it straight away. Bosses are a little bit different in that you have to Knocks do it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. So, yeah, uh, you... you you, it's usual thing if they've got a toughness of six, uh, you've got to beat that, beat that, or equal it or beat it, and yep. then you'll do X amount of damage. Yep. Um, and you, for a for a boss guy, you will beat that. And he'll lose one stuffing. You got to do it again. He'll lose another stuffing. You have two or three yep. stuffing on him, and that's how you take them out of the game. The important thing to remember there is that if you're engaging in a ranged attack, you need your red dice to be more efficient at it. Green. Uh, green, sorry, green. Yep. Yes. If you're in melee range, then you need the red dice. So it's that's hand, red to, hand-to-hand hand combat. Yeah. That's it. 
Uh, the last action you can take is a search action, which is your yellow dice. Yeah. So any yellow dice that you happen to pull out, you can roll those. And if you've got a search icon, yeah. uh, which tells you, uh, it's, a, it's a, again, it's an accumulated value. So if the accumulated value is four. In a you, single roll. In a single roll, you yeah. need to roll four spots on your yellow dice. And if you achieve that, you get to search the, the room. Now, you don't just, you draw off the top of the deck, you draw... Uh, yeah, uh, I think it can I've, be I've specific. Yeah, yeah, so why? Uh, I don't know whether you there, get there are different things. There are certain, certain times you're able to <clears throat> in the game. You're able to actually draw f- multiple cards. Well, sometimes and they'll go tell through. you exactly what it is. It's, it's sometimes if it's a character, yeah. they'll say, "Oh, would you like this item?" And if you take that or buy that, then you can go um, through the deck and find it. I think that's when we're getting confused yeah. because in the marketplace. You can get three. You can choose from three items. Like you draw three items, yeah. and you put them down, and you can choose to buy them or just to leave them. Yeah. I think the search one might just be draw off the top. Yeah, that, that you but, find something, and then there's other opportunities where you can literally go through the entire deck and find the thing that you want. Yeah, uh, occasionally. The, so the search, those sort of things have got a cool little pushy luck kind of element yeah. to them because if you're wanting to move a certain distance, but then you, in the back of your mind you're thinking, well, I could search as mm. well, and you know. Search value is four. You got to think, can I do, you know, is 50% rolling a four, five, or six? Is that enough? Do I want to save another dice for moving at this in the same turn? Yeah. But yeah, you roll the yellow dice, you get a two, no good. You roll a second one, you get a three, no good. But if you mm. roll them together, five, you would achieve your search goal. When you are searching, though, you have to be able, you don't, you don't have to equip the item yourself. You can palm it off to somebody else and they can equip yeah. it. Um, you're actually limited by the number of slots you have. Each stuffy can only accommodate four yeah, pieces of good. equipment. There's a headpiece, a body piece, a pause piece, and an accessory, accessory. bit. Uh, there are things, of course, that change the rules on that, and that's various other items. Like if you get a backpack, it gives you the opportunity to have an extra slot. Mm. So, yeah, so that, that's what you can carry. So you think of it like something on your head for protection, something that you are wearing, again, same sort of thing, something you can... Yeah, use something weapon in your hand, and these and are all in something theme. like an amulet or something that gives you a bit of a bonus, something something like that. Yeah, they're they're all in theme as well. So like they you, are. You, you wear a colander on your head or something there stupid. There is you know, so much theme. And, yeah, and uh, a little, I, some of it I didn't understand. Like it was, it looked like a pencil with some yeah. elastic bands around it. And it was called the old number. Eight or yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah. I, I don't even know what that you is. You know what I found really nice about that was the items that you find are specific to areas of the house that you would expect to yes, find them in. Yeah. So the colander, where would you expect to find it? Go to the kitchen. The kitchen, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the number two pencil, where you go to the study to find the pencil, that sort of thing. So um, very, it, it, the, the whole game is drenched in thematics. Um, yeah, we've got marbles and uh, a couple of like patches yeah. and sewing kits. Yeah. And combination sort of, of one-use items, combination of um, persistent rubber items. bands, rubber Your bands, classic ranged weapon. That's it. Yeah, there's even oh, one of my favourites is a, a pair of scissors where oh, yeah. you actually can get penalised if you for moving for for running with the scissors for yeah. moving with the scissors. You what can actually you, hurt if yourself you, if you get a six or more. Yeah, or something yeah. Like that. If, yeah, it means obviously you've moved really well and a bit too fast and you should be running <laughs> and you've with not... scissors in your hand. Yeah, scissors yeah. are a melee weapon. Um, so that gives you, for example, if you've got scissors, it adds plus two to your red, to your red dice, dice roll. roll. Yep. Uh, bonus, when performing a melee attack, add two to red die results. When rolling dice for movement, for each result of six before bonuses, lose one stuffing. I love that. I so love that. The dangers. falling, stabbing yourself. 
So this is all. It's also a game. It's a public service announcement game. You know, uh, <laughs> the, the common sense stuff that you're told that you tell your kids as a parent, or you were told as a kid, uh, don't run around with scissors, or you're going to hurt yourself. I love it. It's great. So you're saying if you're if you're crap at moving around the house, holding on to stuff, this game might. <laughs> actually help you is that's it'll train you yeah you can get better at it so there are all the actions in like i said you can perform those in any order you want the next step is to discard dice so any dice that you are holding on to that you can't use um let's say you for example the The other part of encourage which i forgot is you can actually use one of those that you can just give it to somebody else oh yeah and they can switch it out for the one that they've got in that's right uh holding on but they have to get rid of that dice so you kind of have to they have to agree to for the switch um the discard dice step if you have uh let's say this we'll use searching as an activity and it's search eight but you've only got a d6 and no bonuses to help you search you can't possibly roll an eight on your d6 so what you're going to want to do is uh discard that remaining yellow dice if you're not going to reserve it so that you can uh move and then that's it the next step then is the uh check threat all right which is this is the nasty stuff this is the game's ai coming yeah. back to her this is, this is it having its turn to stuff you up uh, so the first thing you do is you need to check the number of threat. And you remember those black dice we were talking about accumulating on the side? Yeah. Well, this is the opportunity. You count those. And if there are more of those dice in play than there are currently... St- uh, if it exceeds the number of minions currently in play, right. the minions take a turn. Yeah. So if there are three black dice and there are two minions, the minions will get a turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if there are no minions in play and the number of dice is equal to or exceeds the number of stuffies, then you resolve it in some game effect orders. And is it's called a surge. surge. Yeah. yeah. So there are effects that happen. And the surge is unique to each page. Yeah. So, you, you're, yeah. so we won't you've got go to remember you're looking at this open book, uh, a map on the left side. On the right side, you've got lots of different, um, maybe four or five different story elements, which yeah. you'll read out as you're told to. And there's usually a column on the right hand side which will give you lots of clues, like a, there's always a, an objective reminder. There's a what happens if the girl wakes up and she's a bit restless, and then there's this surge effect as mm-hmm. well. So the great effect, so the great effect of the uh, of there being no minions but threat dice. So the surge happens, you resolve that, then you discard all of the threat dice, put them all the dice reset, reset back in the bag, yeah. and so you've got this pool because it's, it's a depleting pool. I think you mentioned that there's only five of each type. Yes. So, yeah, it's an ever-depleting resource in the bag. They literally, once you've drawn it out, it sits off to the side and does nothing in the discard area until it goes back in the bag. Uh, occasionally, you might have an ability that allows you to swap dice from your draw with dice in the uh, discard area, which is a great thing to do. Uh, I think uh, it's uh, Theodora has that ability, uh, has that sort of innate ability where once... Um, once a turn, once a turn, she's able to switch a dice with something more useful. But this this threat thing is beautifully thematic, though, because if you think about it, you've gone into a strange environment, you're monkeying around, you're doing stuff, you're looking around, you're searching things. It's like being in the you know the the dark forest. Yeah. You're like, oh my god! And the longer you're in there, the more the threats. There's more chance of someone sniffing you out or going to attack. So you can feel the threat level yeah. lifting. And that's its way of saying, right, you've been here for too long. Here they come. <laughs> in Mice and Mystics, it was the Wheel of Cheese. Right. That was, that was yeah, the, uh, about the damage thing. That this was game has got me definitely interested yeah. in having a go at that, though. Um, I was thinking, um, 
Another game that has a decent sort of threat meter is uh, Dead of Winter, where the number of zombies around the colony if you get too many zombies, then bad stuff happens, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So in this case, so if we've got minions on the board, there is more threat dice than minions, the minions yeah. get an attack. So literally once in turn, the first step is to roll. So you grab the first dice for the first minion, you roll that dice, and if we're using, it's the crawly, normal crawly dice, okay? Yeah. You've got an option one to three, he gets a, an option called rush. If you roll a four to six, he gets an option called clickety. Now they're both different in effect. So let's go with the, the rush, the one to three. So on the dice, I've rolled a three, got the rush action. I can now move, it tells me, up to six spaces. Now, minions ignore and bosses ignore terrain effects. So they can come and go willy-nilly without having to worry about green dice or anything like that. The next thing they get to do is target. So according to whatever, sometimes it tells you specifically who they can target. But in this case, I think generally we choose the target that's closest yeah, it's, or it's, is in it's melee range. Or if it's equal to, then the the player yeah. player one, whoever's player one, who is known as a storyteller, yeah. they will decide. But you, it's a co-op yeah. game, so you know, usually get them to target the person with the most stuffing in them. So in this case, with the crawly, the rush action, the the um, a target is any stuffy within one square space. So literally melee range right next to it. So yeah, they just run straight up to you. That's and it. They usually got enough movement to they get do. right in your face. I find they 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 really do have a lot of movement. Mm. Uh and then we, the had, third we had one action. game where we were running away just trying to buy time. <laughs> but they catch you. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. The last uh, step there is the attack phase. So there's a little starburst uh or a little explosion and a value. That tells you how much Stuffing, you're going to get knocked out of you if you take that hit without any kind of without defense. any kind of defense. Yeah. Now you get an option. So when that attack happens, you can defend against that attack. So if you've got a dice in reserve, yeah, which is the only way you can do it. That's why you always got to have one there. Yeah, always have it there. You roll that dice, and if it's equal to or greater than the value, the value of the attack is subtracted from that dice, yeah. and anything left over is how much stuffing you use. So uh, I've got one dice in my reserve. I roll it. It comes up a two. The attack is a three. I'm going to lose one stuffing. Yeah, and then the you attack. lose that dice. And if then you, you lose that if dice. If you successfully uh, yes. roll it, you get to keep the dice, and you get no damage. Which is really great. Yeah, I just think thumb that's your like nose a, at the attack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and that's the rush attack. So then that that's resolved, and you move on to the next minion. Roll the, for the next dice, and away you go again. Uh, choose an option. All of the minions and all of the bosses have two. I think it's two. I haven't seen any that have three. Oh, different options that yeah, they can do. That they yeah. can do. And it depends on what number so, of the dice they roll. Some of them have got ranged attacks and stuff. Like those... Um, yeah, some have. Oh, what are they called? Uh, this is the mongrel. That's the um, the like rusty dog-looking thing. But they're dark hearts. They're super cool miniatures. Yeah. And um, they can do some sort of spooky screech thing. And they'll target the stuffy that's furthest, furthest away. away. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it really packs a punch as well. No, they're, they're really nasty. They are know. quite challenging if they manage to get if they, if they manage to get you with their optimum sort of uh, distance, or or uh, they get their full amount of uh, attack value on you with you roll it rolling poorly, or if you don't have any dice in reserve, then um, yeah, you, you can really defense. you can really literally get the stuffing knocked out of you. The next step is the final step is to discard the threat. So all those threat dice you've rolled get. 
put in the discard pile and then all of the dice get refreshed back to the bag. So it's a starting point ready for the next uh, next round yeah. or next accumulation of threat. And, and that's, that's it. Literally, that's the player turn. It goes then back to draw dice for the next player. Now, one of the cool things uh, that we haven't touched on is the discovery deck. Now, discovery yeah. deck is a list of uh, is a is a deck of cards that are separated by um, story one, story two, story three, and so forth. Now, in that story that you're playing, which might take up four or five pages, um, you're going to discover characters. Now, if you discover a particular character, like we were saying, you know, like um, uh, Piggle and is it Lionel? Um, they might not be in the original game. No. And, no, you um, find them. Mm. Yeah, and you run into them, and they're characters that you can uh, then uh, play with in future uh, episodes. But you might also get particular weapons and stuff. Now, you can. what happens is those cards are unlocked, that you use them in this adventure, and then they go into their respective decks within the within the game. Yeah, they stay so there. Yeah, so you'll get like lost items, you'll get like mm. um, weapons and things, and they just go into those the respective decks, you shuffle them in, mm. and maybe you come across them later on. So if you play a whole story, there's no follow-on. So it's not like a, a legacy game where you play that next same character in the next chapter or next story, and you've got all that gear still. You reset and yeah. you start all over yeah, again. Yeah, that's it. But it, but it just it's a thing about it. It grows because equally in that story, there's always a boss monster, yeah. And you'll come across that boss monster. He too goes into the bad guys deck, the minions deck, and you can bump into him any time. Yeah, you know? that's if it. They gets, can come out again. He can, he can get spawned at any point in time. For the most part, you are, and that's one of those extra spawning things that happen in the game. Where most, for the most part, you're directed, and the instructions for setting up the game, which are in each every chapter. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, are very specific. It tells you, it walks you through the setup process. So, and, e- and even it's quite got good. QR codes to t- that takes you to uh, see it being played or something like that. Yeah, watch an example of that happening. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a video video blogger gamer review dude. He'll just take you through uh, how to do that particular bit. So, and it's t- you know QR code, boom, video. Watch yeah, that I kind of mentioned it's it. very long. I no, they're pretty short. Less than a minute or whatever, something like that. Yeah, and. Uh, so yeah, it guides you through that process of setting up, which which is like so so handy. Yeah, uh, because then you don't sort of you don't fall out of the game, you don't fall out of the trap because it's all written thematically. It all sort of it it all it's sequential, um, and it, then there's it that tells you where to go in, yeah, in a polite literally. way. Yeah, like you know if <laughs> yeah. you if you do the section and you achieve it, go to. 5.2 yeah, you go to it. 5.2 you read out that the storyteller reads out that part of the story and then you try to decide what you want to do and there'll be a goal once you've achieved x y or z it tells you read this part of the story now and then you'll might turn some pages mm. and you're all of a sudden you're in a completely different environment uh trying to ad- address a different yeah. problem and there's lots of opportunity for everyone to to actually engage with the story whether you're passively listening to the other players read it or whether you're the one doing the reading and i think that really lends itself to the narrative point of the game mm. and that you're actually telling a story and uh, it is, together and, and they're good stories they're well written yeah. it's not like i'm a big grammar nazi i was not put off by any <laughs> of the writing and what was cool i'd have found as well was i found it engaging and my uh, eight-year-old daughter was, you know, when she got the storyteller um, token, mm. you know, we all thought, oh, we'll just have to read it or whatever like that. She was like, no, nah, I'm keen to read this. And 
she would read it really slowly, mind you. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. But, you know, she was dead keen to read it and she could read it all. And she was so immersed in it. It was, it was uh, more, more than within her abilities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's all, I think it's all con- contained to the one page. So literally one eventual one page. Uh, and then it leads you on to, it directs you to, the, to whatever the next page is going to be. And typically you end up with an introduction that's in the girl's house. Yeah. And then from there you it's end up... the beginning up, of the night. That's it. You end up then in the fall at, at the, that point. And that's the real opportunity for you to have the stuffing knocked out of you because that's where all the a lot of the real bad stuff sort of yeah. happens and and crises in that world of the fall have an effect on the the, the girls sleeping yeah. uh, and there's a deck there there's the the waking deck or the sleeping deck or something like that and um uh, you you generate this at the beginning of the game you put waking up in the bottom three cards and the rest of them you just shuffle up together and they're mm. a mix of asleep or restless, restless. Mm. If she come, becomes restless, that it's usually triggered by, you know, if something goes wrong, wrong in the story, draw a waking yeah. card. And you have a look at that. If it's a restless card, in the column on the, on the right-hand page, on the right-hand side, there'll be a picture of a restless card, and it'll tell you what to do. That can, mm. it can start, it can uh, inspire a surge. It can, uh, the minions can have another go, yep. all sorts of different things. It's just a, a reaction of the girl to you not having a good time in the fall. Yep. And then what happens? You get to that last few cards. You reveal the waking card. It doesn't mean it's the end of the adventure for you. You it just don't, just draw, means any you don't draw any more. And instead of getting the 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 happy ending, ideal ending, yeah, you get the uh, the I guess the fallout ending, if you like, the yeah. the consequences of all this activity waking up the girl. And and I I think of it like uh, waking from a nightmare sort of thing so literally you get through all of this and the girl wakes up from yeah look, there's no that's you know that's if there's any sort of criticism of it there's no big downer from not winning uh and there's no huge reward for winning winning yeah um it's because because all of the effects of the game don't roll over onto the next time no i suppose if you if you don't do it without her waking up you can play it again and and try to do that uh, you know, and it's always, you know, like, come on, go, come on, lads, let's, let's do it better next time. Sort of, yeah. you know, that sort of, that sort of reaction. So many things that can go wrong though, because of the pressure luck nature of the, the dice rolling aspect. Um, you're always one dice short or you're always, it's, you've too much threat too soon or you've pulled the wrong color of dice that you need so you're left not being able to do much that's kind of and the we, thrill i think of it because uh, it's, you're like, it's oh, great I'm don't really get me wrong i think that's good do, yeah because like we had a game that just went perfectly you know if we wanted a green yeah. dice we'd get green dice we want red dice yeah. red dice low on stuffing we get a stuffing so yeah. it worked perfectly for us it's a kind of a fun thing looking at the discard pile knowing you're after a particular color dice to do something and knowing there's only one or two in there yeah. and you're going for it, that's yeah. kind of fun. And you, there is that, you know, you just scrape through and you just get this mm. right and you just get that wrong, you know, and you're like, ah, you know. And it's, again, it's similar to some of the games that we've played recently where it's very much the experience of playing. Mm. You're not trying to get that big victory over your opponent. It's co-op. You get, you get drawn into the game. Everyone, everyone at the table knows where they're at, and the yep. you know, it's, it's all it's you're reading out a story, and you're in that story, and you're making decisions within, and it's quite open world. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you've got player interaction. Yeah, you can go. You can go right. You fight anyone that comes. I'm going to go investigate this stuff. See if I can get more gear. If yep. I get more gear, I can hand it over to you. 
And you, you're negotiating around a table. It's just like gets that RPG element of the game. Yeah, that's it. You're up front with the uh, the creature in melee. I'm over here with a ranged weapon. Yeah. Uh, so literally, it's my action next. I can shoot him uh, before he gets to act and attempt to take him out. You know, so that really, really, like I said, it really is that RPG element. Yeah. And you can strategize, can't you? Because you yeah, say, right, sure. look, the threat's here. We've got this many minions out. Look, you, we'll be able yeah. to handle this guy because we've got all the gear. You get over there and you try to engage this uh the, the task that we've got try and trigger the group tasks that we've got to do you can fall into i think those traditional rpg roles as well there's the tank the healer the the um uh the the magic the, 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 the shooter you know the, the one the, <laughs> the uh, ranged attack guy yeah basically uh, there's a special, there's special no bugs, name so for it's it all good. special name for it i can't remember what it is off the top of my head uh, so you can fall into these traditional roles. And it does lead you there because those yeah. certain characters do have particular strengths and their activated abilities uh, are pretty much very much along yeah. that line. So I think, yeah, Stitches is, is pretty good at searching for stuff or taking on um, any kind of yellow dice, uh, you know, yeah. uh, unique actions. Um, what else? I, I, that, that's it. And it's rinse, repeat, story effects, read the next part, move on to the next next uh chapter of that story have the end game effect uh, have the uh, end chapter effect a little bit more narrative it always ends with a with a sort of narrative and what they've got in the sidebar is also like a little little bit of extra i guess it's kind of a little bit of context for if, it's, if you game. get if you get lost there's a, the objective like a um, hint yes you know, so if, if you forget what your yeah. objective is like what should we be doing you go back to that that right hand side yeah. bar. You see the uh, it's like a compass signal, and it'll say this is what you should be doing right now, and it just reminds you of what to do. And, and there's all sorts of things like surge effects, like I said before, yeah. waking card effects, and so forth. So then, yo, you want to play play the uh, next? Oh, we haven't mentioned the status cards. So various status yeah. can come up. So you can literally, yeah. uh, if you're in a bathroom and it's full of water, you could become soggy, yeah, which has true, the effect yeah. of you drawing, being penalised. You draw one fewer dice from your dice pool, and you need to uh, your movement is restricted to so a certain a type of dice. dice. Isn't it? It's like yeah, you to a single use dice. A, a, a die. To yeah. move one, <laughs> so um, it really slows you down. That's it. So that affects your movement. Oh, yeah, so you can get worried. Worried. And stuff like so that. yeah, um, it's uh, cannot use or store purple dice, which is okay, really yeah. hard because purple dice is a wild, which is really useful in all search. And, mm. uh, there's the scorch dice, which basically you're set on fire. <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, <laughs> remove the status material. if the. <laughs> remove this status if the stuffy becomes soggy. So if you're on fire and then you go and step in a puddle, you become soggy, you put out the fire. So you lose that status. Um, the scared. This is a one that impacts on uh, the being able to store dice. If you're scared, you cannot store dice. So that, that has a big impact mm. there. Uh, courageous. So they're not all bad. Courageous is a great little one. You can, uh, if if a stuffy would become scared, you discard your courageous card, and you can you don't have to worry about becoming scared. So that's a good one. Trapped, uh, yep. can't move, and, and so on. There's a few others, which is great. So there's a lot of variety here. There's multiple cards, so multiple stuffies. I think there's four of each. Yeah. So uh, each, and that, uh, that, every, you can all have the 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 uh, wonderful time of being worried together. Yeah, some of the some of the uh, minions uh, make you worried because you hear these horrible screeching yeah. noises and all that sort of yes, stuff. Yes, those 
And yeah, that's very much a deck that you get told which card to go and haul out. Yeah. Um, but cannot overemphasize how nice these minis are. Oh. I'd love to see Andy get a hold of them and, and give them a paint oh, up. Oh, yeah. They would look really, really good. They're fantastic. And Matt and I, you know, in our, in our true lazy nature, we're looking at these miniatures and trying to find the shortest possible cut to paint them in a really, really good way. And that's and given reckon, to Andy. I reckon... No, no, it's given to Andy. <laughs> I reckon there's some really good wash kind of things yeah. like that. A uh, mongrel miniature you could make look spectacular yep. without a great deal of effort. But um, yeah, if someone's look look online, look there'll be some there's some beautiful uh, mm. examples of nicely painted stuffed fables miniatures in there. Now we all sort of I think it's universally accepted that fi- fantasy flight games put a lot of effort into their production value, yeah. very high production value. I think they're getting uh, caught up on. Plaid Hat Games is another company that, that whose production values yeah. are off the chart. Like they spend a lot of time and effort getting the artistic how good Jerry style Hawthorne right. Feels about yeah. the box art, the card art, the miniatures. He must be yeah. like, "Whoa, this it is incredible!" All just works. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm not sure. Um, and I'm just looking at the credits here, and, and yeah, okay, Jerry Hawthorne was the game designer and the writer. Uh, immediately I see art directors. We've got Isaac Vega and Sam Vega who worked on very From closely on... Dogs, aren't they? <laughs> who worked very closely on... Um, uh, in fact, uh, uh, Dead of Winter is an Isaac Vega game, so... Okay. Uh, so the artistic style is, is all there. This is very it's reminiscent like, of nothing like Dead of Winter art, though. This no. is very oh, soft no, no, tone, no, no. lovely yeah, nighttime yeah. feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's even more cutesy than Mice and Mystics, and Mice and Mystics is about mm. worry is about fantasy mice for God's sake. So <laughs> it's got an incredibly you know. good balance between um, cutesy and nice, and you know you're playing with stuffed toys, yeah. but it's in this sort of horror kind of yeah. environment but it's not too terrifying for little no. kids but it's intriguing enough i love the balance between intriguing enough and cool for you know adult players where it's still like come on you can get in there and, and kids are right into it you know it's not it's not terrifying like Coraline might <laughs> no it's very sort of similar i guess yeah but yeah it's, it's that, similar. That tim burton's school of art design yeah. uh, art direction um all right so uh, of we had a look earlier on. There's no expansions. Uh, no, not at this stage. At the it's it's pretty new, but Plat Hat Games are known for putting out expansions to some of their it's games. A thick so story book. It could come. So you could go through all that, and like I said, it's a, an adventure book game series now. So I can I think we're yeah. going to expect this format is going to be uh, across a whole bunch of yeah. different. Um, uh, maybe genres and, and settings. Yeah. I think if they were to re-implement Mice and Mystics, they would probably use this as a more efficient uh, setting well, for that. So the Mice you and Mystics could, fans. It, it may be. You could do this for Dead of Winter. I think their Crossroads game series would, would work well with this format as well in what a sense. What happened to that anyway? Where's all the, where's all the Crossroad games? You know, and we thought, yeah, oh, it's going to be a lot of things. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. What they did was they just expanded... Um, uh, Dead of Winter to have two large big box expansions and hmm. nothing yet has Maybe they're arise. lying to us about this adventure book game series. There might not be a series. <laughs> we'll have to wait and come. see. Yeah, maybe they're leaning on Jerry going, come on, write four or five more books for us. And he's I like, think, pardon, what? <laughs> like, what am I, I doing? I think Colby, I think, I think it's Colby, keeps uh, keeps all of these things un- close under his uh, plaid hat, which is that he's uh, renowned for wearing. Yeah, cool, cool. So, yeah. Um, who are we going to play this with? Look, it's um, that. Look, we've mentioned. Look, I played it with my family. Family love it. 
you and I played it yep. with Andy. Yep. Loved it. Yeah, it's great. But I guess it's more like who wouldn't you play it with? Because if you're after just a good narrative game, it's, it's, it's right up my it's right in my ballpark. Yeah, like I've been sure. I've been spoiled in the last couple of games that we've played because it's been higher narrative. You know, Fog of Love, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, this great. I'm immersed. I'm loving it. I'm wanting to know the story. I'm wanting to find my way through that. Um, that's it's you know it's right in my wheelhouse. I think people that like the maybe uh, resource management or more in-depth RPG where they really want to explore their character or take their character places or expand on their uh, abilities and things a yeah. little bit more and it's more in, more involved, they wouldn't get as much out of this and might think it's too simplistic. Character development. Yeah, yeah. There's not as much character development. You're not going to character develop any more than having a feature card for a little while yeah. or pick up two different um, uh, weapons or something yeah. like that. Or, or, instruments no, of that's some right. kind. But that's that's not why I'm here for. I enjoy I enjoy the combat in that it's you know it's a little bit of a conflict within the story and yep. it's something to overcome. But it doesn't go super deep. No. Yeah. You no. know, it's not gonna uh, it's not gonna excite the the super hardcore gamers. But no. um I think you could find it a little bit uh, some people might find it a little bit sloggy and that especially if it's taking a long time. You spend turns where your dice don't seem to be effective because you don't have the option. Okay, you've got ranged weapons to use, but you're not getting any ranged dice, so you can't make any ranged attacks. That sort of thing can slow it down, I think, for a player. And that, about, that's probably the only criticism I, I like, have. Is that, I like that yeah. part of it because it's like, you, you know, you, if, you just, if you just had, like, you know, yeah, you, you wanted a ranged attack, like you said. If you could just go ranged attack. Yeah. That's... It's just a little bit too convenient. It doesn't build any any uh, conflict and no. and uh, tension within the game. But you can Where see how it'd be a little bit frustrating, though, if you're, oh, yeah. it's your third t- turn in a row and you haven't pulled any ranged and dice. Equally, you get those ranged dice and you don't make the roll. Yeah. People will say that's a luck element, and this character I should be able to develop, so he mm. he or she wouldn't miss mm. that. However, I like that. If you don't get that, then you have to problem solve in a different way and you have to work yeah. together as a team about how we're going to go around this because, look, you know, I think on a day-to-day basis, we all make mistakes all the time. Hmm. And True. that you can explain that way in the story saying, okay, I didn't get my dice or there's an opportunity to do it. That's just you not being able to get the, the bow off your hmm. back or the elastic band snaps and you've got to fight another one hmm. or something, you know, so that's that sort of thing. Well, death is impermanent in this game. Literally, if you've had the stuffing knocked out of you, you can be restuffed by uh, your colleague. comrades, yeah, yeah, uh, and you end up losing. Who uh, can spend the stuffing? You, also, you can spend it. You still draw, yeah, but uh, any ones you can spend a threat dice as a threat stuffing, stuffing dice. yeah. <laughs> so literally, you're you're getting stuffing or you're uh, increasing the level of threat for everybody else, which is lying around thing. pissing everyone off. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that, those are your options there, and. You lose your buttons, you lose your hearts, yeah, uh, you, you lose some some leaders or some bosses can actually take items away from you, so yeah, you yeah. could end up losing random items. Uh, so, but you get to come back in the game once once you've met the requirement for getting stuffing. Hey, you're up on your feet again. You know, I, so I suppose we said who wouldn't want to play it. Look, who does want to play it? It's just like this is a great family game. There's just yeah. no doubt about it. And I think it's just a good fun game if you've got the right crowd that are just happy to do a little bit of yeah. reading. It's it's reading heavy, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
but you know, it's 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 a really good fun game. Everybody can have a, a, an element of uh, involvement in it. Mm. From it's yeah, fun to I read. Say seven, seven on. Yeah. yeah, and it's not the dialogue it's not badly passages were really fun to read, entertaining in a lot of cases. So you know, you put on a little funny accent or something like that, <laughs> and it enhances. It helps. Uh, you, and the scenarios are interesting. Yeah, stuff the, happens yeah. that you're like, oh, that's a, yeah. that's a cool little yeah. idea. You know, like yeah, you were. What was that? The, it, yeah. Memorable moments is sleeping in your big bed for the first time without not not sleeping in a cot anymore. Well, is that the first pivotal story. moment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not wanting to wet your bed. Yeah, what, what not the, wearing a nappy do? for that first time is something. The minions go and run taps in the other room yeah. just to make you go. Oh, I want to go to the toilet. Yeah, and thinking, oh, that's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, so they've got to go running off to like stop these minions that have stopped yeah. that started that from happening. Yeah, so, it's very fun. So from what we've seen, the the mission relates to this real world dilemma in the little child's life which is really nice touch yeah uh, the, the art design i think the miniatures immediately will draw people in who are in, interested in really nice sculpted minis the card the graphic art design is really nice so that's going to mm. get people in an interest point of view i can tell uh, you yeah in in the house we're going to be going between this and sherlock holmes for a long time <laughs> this you know when you yeah. clock in a board game we're going to get through this book we're gonna we're gonna play every single Sherlock Holmes uh, case file box set everything. Yeah. We're gonna do these two games to uh, to the end. It's quite a time investment, but so was uh, Mice and Mystics. That's something I didn't uh, get. The box is sixty to ninety minutes, isn't it? It's like we took a long time. Sixty to ninety minutes. I think you guys, mm. like, when you and Andy came up, it was a free up. play game. We start about eight thirty nine o'clock, and we finished just before twelve. Yeah, and we'd already played it, so it's not like there was a lot of learning going no. on, and we didn't faff around much. So I don't know. Really? Yeah. Maybe and, maybe know. maybe just Jerry Hawthorne is just much better at these sort of games than we are, <laughs> or maybe there are people out there. His playtesters are much better than we are. Yeah. Look, I think mm. if I'm sitting down with the family, we're putting three or four hours. It's like an afternoon. You're sitting down having a game of stuff fables. It's an afternoon. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Look, yeah. Stuff Fable's a great game. It is. Uh, I, I give it a serious look in. And, of course, you know, what's better than uh, a serious look in is uh, winning the game for yourself. But uh, that's another story, which will come up a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All um, right. What, what else, anything else to say about Stuff Fables? No, I really liked it. It's a, it's a, it's a great game. It's uh, a lot of people, a lot of favorite, lot of people's favorites already. I've been reading a lot within, yeah. within circles. Uh, people are, you know, finding a good home for this. I think for good reason. Plat Hat is is a bit of a, I won't call them a dark horse, but they do sort of come right out of left field at you for with some really good. interesting game choices, yeah. and uh, so I, I think they're definitely. A, I like people <sighs> take take risks and do new creative things. Because what's the point of being creative if you just do the same as the last game? That's yeah garbage i can't remember I, I think there was some sort of acquisition thing i, I can't remember whether plat hat games acquired somebody else somebody else's oh, yeah. company I mean, recently or they got acquired themselves I, I can't quite remember i think it's the other it's the former it's but, always going to ask my day uh, what happens so, yeah i don't think that <laughs> I, I don't think they fall under that umbrella but you know who knows one day uh, hasbro will buy asmodeo asmodeo will buy hasbro and they'll just sidle up yeah. next to Disney and own the world. And what'll be awesome is one day Asmodee will buy Seven Land Hand and then, uh, you know, oh, that, that'll be it. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, look, nothing else to say. I, I, great right. game. Let's move on to uh, Matt's just... Quiz. Or rather, we would move on to Matt's Quiz, except uh, we decided to give Matt's Quiz a holiday. 
Well, okay, because that's because you were on holiday. On holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's so it. after this, needs and twos. Needs and twos. Needs and twos. Needs and twos. Needs and twos for. Uh, where are we? April, May. April, May. It's May. May. April now. Yeah. May when this comes out. Um, yeah, we've got, so we've got a, a few things to go over. First of all, the biggest one. Uh, thanks for listening this far in. Uh, we're doing a um, a twenty four hour tabletop gaming challenge. We are Gloomhaven. Oh, that's right. Um, from the fourth of May seven pm to the fifth of May seven pm at Good Games Cannington. All of the lads, and maybe Zoe's going to pop in for a little bit, going to sit down and play Gloomhaven for 24 hours straight. Well, yeah. Um, Yeah, Matt's going to pop off for a little bit. But but the rest of us are going to be there for 24 hours playing Gloomhaven straight through. Uh, And this is all in an effort just to raise funds for Beyond Blue. Uh, So that helps uh, anyone in Australia living with a mental illness um, get some funds for them. Last year, I think we raised uh, somewhere in the $400, 400 400-something dollar mark. So we can crack 500 this year. It would be amazing. Um, I, every time we start, I think, I don't know how we're going to do it. I just hope we cover the costs of Beyond Blue sending us uh, all our promo gear. <laughs> Not but, bad for a bunch of people just sitting around playing games for 24 hours. Yeah, come on. So I'd like to show that the uh, the gaming community can get behind something like this. So um, you can there'll be a link in the show notes for uh, where you can donate. It's all over our Facebook page as well. It's kind of like a HTTPS address with workplace fundraiser, everydayhero.com, AU, and then 7 9 24 hour challenge, mm. blah, blah, blah. It's a long URL. But click on that. You can donate just using your uh, your card or yep. I think PayPal you, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, you can, you can do that straight there. Or if you're in Cannington or around, you can pop down and see how exhausted we look and how our characters are coming along and how many chits we've got through. Yeah. There are a lot. Um, and that's having a... Good Games Cannington from 4th of May to the 5th of May. Um, That's it. All right. What else has been going on? I was having a moan about the Board Game Geek stuff. You can hit me up at uh, Dr. Dave Hellboy. Uh, spaces in between Dr. and Dave Hellboy. You can find me on Matt Marine. Uh, yeah. Capital M at the front there. So is that all one word? All one word, Matt Marine. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, find us on that. Send us some messages through, whatever. Or later, you know, just send us a message on podcast at sevenlandhand.com. Hmm. Um, you'll, you'll find us there. Uh, oh, big tip. Um, we're about to give out the winner of um, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, which was last mm. month's game. We're That's getting right. a hell of a lot of people liking the post and not commenting on the post. So I'm sure they see it and they go, yeah, like, and think they're in. They're not in. No, They've got to be a no, comment. You've got to, to comment. It's a, it's a rookie mistake. Yeah. Uh, so we get 5,000 likes. Ah, doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, but if we, you know, we, we want comments to, to win. And the comments are just fun. Look, we're not going to have a pop at you. Have a pop at anything. Have a joke. You no. know, we'll try, I try to tee it up with something funny. Yeah. And then uh, that allows uh, good games just to We HQ. love the, uh, the tags. Tag a friend, whatever. Maybe it's not your game. You're not interested. Tag a friend, someone yeah, who you think involved. might be interested. And when they... Uh, well, of course, when they win it, uh, you can go around their house and play right. it. You know? I think so we've proven our legitness in that it's not a rip-off or anything no, like that. It's, it's, it's um, a real thing. It's a real thing, uh-huh. and it's dead easy. It's the easiest competition in the world, and you've stumbled across it. Um, so, yeah, get in there. Uh, what about some comments? Uh, yeah. People, yeah, game of the month special. Yep. Oh, the game of the oh, okay. Well, I was thought we can do some comments first, but all right, fine, fair enough. Game of the month special, stuffed fables, 
Good, uh, good games are giving our listeners 10% off stuff, Fables. State the password. I'm feeling lumpy. At any good game store. This lasts only for the month of May, so get the discount before a crawly snatches away that last copy. Nothing worse than going into your local good games uh, and the last copy just left. Stolen by a crawly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10% off, still not good enough? Go win it. You can do this by commenting on the Facebook post for this episode, not last episode, uh, episode 119. The post is now pinned to the top of Seven Land Hands' Facebook page, and one commenter will be randomly chosen by Good Games HQ as this month's winner of Stuffed Fables. I just yeah. remember... Comment. 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 Don't worry about the likes. Comment. <laughs> I mean, I know like shows it around a bit, but yeah, you got to comment. Um, so last month's winner of Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective is Matt. Who's won it? It's me. Hooray. Oh, wait. No, you didn't. You mean you're asking you're me exempt. for the winner. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the name that's been handed to me. Yes. In the golden envelope. Is Daniel J.K. Watson. I Congratulations, Daniel. Related to J.K. Rowling. I really hoped you weren't yeah. going to say that on air. Sorry. But you've, I, you've done I it couldn't, now. I couldn't avoid it. All right. Uh, I, what I can't avoid is his comment, though. Uh, oh, people yeah, consult me on wine. Want a good drop? Ask Dan, they say. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. So last month, yeah, we asked people just to say what have they been consulted in because everyone yeah. was consulting Sherlock for that's how to it. solve the murders and stuff. All right, Daniel, we'll be in touch with you uh, on how to claim your prize. Wherever you are, we'll in find out. In the universe, gaming universe. Uh, you've got to pick up that from a local good game store, by the way. So please comment on any of our Facebook posts and get involved in the discussion. I posted something today about MTG Arena, and I jumped in on that this afternoon. Um, yeah, it's all about building a community and having a chat with one another and keeping things light. Uh, and if we read out your comment or mention your name, uh, we'll send you one of our badges, which you can choose from. I think we've got just advertising tool and hot garbage yeah, left. Matt, you're going to have to make some more. Yeah, well, um, here comes another drive. Is there anybody else you'd like to make a mention uh, oh. in the comments department? Peter West tells us he uh, gets consulted on all sorts of things. Uh, it's a name we hear a lot, actually, Peter West popping yeah. up there. Uh, I assume it's because I have opinions, and opinions pass for facts these days. Yeah, He's like, absolutely right. Yeah, I know. That's it. The internet is wonderful in many ways, but <laughs> as far as spreading uh, opinions, it's not done a great deal. Yeah. But anyway, old ground there. Um, so, like I said, get in touch on any of the social media or whatever uh like i said it's all about having a laugh yeah. uh next fortnight it'll be uh, an mtg pod and uh dominaria it's out and it's bloody fantastic tearing up the charts over here yeah look i'm i'm thinking that this is potentially the set we've been waiting for since oh, theros or something like that and it's been it's been years we've got into every single set and had a lot of fun in those in between years but i think this is going large i think dominaria has really struck a chord. It's got this beautiful feel mm. about it that leads back into the core set. Um, it just feels like this good homegrown apple pie yeah. magic. Well, as I was, uh, I was playing uh, D&D Epic. Um, today? Today, yeah. With four tables playing, actually. So you know, a bunch of role players uh, all destroying a city or trying to avoid a city's destruction. But on top of that were people wanting to draft Dominaria. So, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was included. I was just too busy. I wanted to get down there. But we're going to do uh, – we're going to get a whole bunch of people together tomorrow afternoon. But you're not coming. No, I'm right not here. coming. All right. So, no. uh, yeah, maybe you'll, you'll get Kai and Aaron and Zoe, some of the seven-line-hand people down. and Some of the people actually know what they're doing when it comes to magic. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think Aaron might be working, so he might not be in there. But yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I just hope I know enough to to survive a little bit. Um, yeah. So uh, next month, this is going to be this is something we're going to touch on actually in the Stuff Fables review. Was the feeling you get from Stuff Fables mm. and what who you would play that with next month? We're going to be playing Shade Spy. Yeah, which, which is a totally different vibe. A whole different group of people. Yeah. I don't even know what to expect from that. It's a games workshop game. Yeah. Uh, it's war gamey. It's war gamey. Is it a skirmishy thing? Is skirmishy, it a- but it's a, it's on a like a grid system rather than a free form, like typical yeah. GW games. So we're just going to be duking it out for the next month. Is that what we're doing, Matt? That's it, yeah. Right. Old, sto- old school. Old school. Yeah, dice, fantasy school, school. Dice rolling. Pew, yeah. pew, pew, lasers and all that sort well, of Well, no, no lasers because it's a oh. fantasy setting. So, Oh, so it's Age of Sigma world, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure whether it's what replaced Mordenheim. Right. Uh, which was the sort of fantasy gangs uh, oh, game. Is, is which is kind of like, like the Necromunda of Age of Sigma? Yeah, that, that's it basically. Right. But But because but, there's the, um, the map and grid and all that, I, I think it is actually significantly different. Oh. So I could be completely talking out of my ass. I, d- I don't know. I haven't, I haven't I seen like it. I feel like I'm going to need to do my homework or get Kai involved. We might have to do an unboxing of it, I think. Oh, we will. We will. Uh, I've just got to get hold of it. Uh, but, yeah, we'll get Kai involved. He knows what he's talking about. He, he, knows he does. He's a guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, look, look he, I think he actually sleeps with a munitorium, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a uh, great one under his pillow. This could change our lives. We might just from now on we go, no more board games for us. <laughs> We're going full on Warhammer. It yeah. might be Warhammer dudes by the end of uh, June. That's it. I've seen his pillow covers. They're actually Tau. Yeah, they're Tau. Tau warriors. Yeah, fire warriors or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see that. He's got. Uh, I think he literally chops his head off and puts them on pictures of GW characters. I kind of like the kind of guy who would have replacement heads. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and detachable magnetic arms. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Magnetized. He's definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's it for Stuff Fables episode. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Good night. Good night.